0: Where well, we don't agree on much, uh, because I love to understand better why they think the way they think, what's behind that view they hold or the way they see the world, because that matters.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Search in Your City podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Larson, and today we're talking with Josh Horton. Josh is brand new to our staff. I say brand new. Six, eight months ago yeah, joined us seven, in, yeah, there we go, uh, in Fort Worth, Texas. So you are just around the corner from the home office here. Right where down we, the street, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. You actually popped into the studio now that we're, our lockdown is somewhat lifted and we can a have freedom. people yeah. back. It's, a, it's amazing. So Josh, I uh, just want to, A, thank you for joining me today, but B, Thank you for joining the Search team. And I would love to know, and I think everyone who is is listening would love to know a little of your journey to search, and also just a little about your your family and, and your your lovely wife and your children, and uh, just tell us a little about you and what what led you to make the move to search. Yeah, so the move to search was not just a move to search, but also the city of Fort
0: Worth. So I grew up in Fort Worth. My wife is an alumni of TCU, so a lot of roots here. Really coming uh, homecoming for us. So uh, we're glad to be here. We were in Austin previously, and uh, Uh, there and then uh, in Dallas as well. I spent the last 10 years as a pastor uh, in the local church, which was a great experience on a lot of fronts. Um, But really, honestly, we went as a family through a season of a lot of uh, turmoil and had some pretty painful experiences and uh, suffered some tragedy and loss in our life that uh, through that time period, working in the church, uh, felt really cared for by a lot of people, got to be a part of great organizations that were doing great things in the city. But as we went through that season, I think both my wife and I in particular really felt uh, not that we couldn't talk about those questions and the big questions of life, but I think we began to understand why a lot of people that maybe wouldn't consider church something that's a part of their story or something they've been a part of in the past, why they feel like it's not a safe place to ask the big questions of life about purpose, meaning, why are we here, and really have honest dialogue. And so, through that time, we really began to to yearn for an opportunity, something that was different than maybe what we were doing at that time. And having grown up in Fort Worth, uh, knew a little bit about Search's history here and just the incredible uh, things that they've done over the decades. And in that, got just kind of out of nowhere, a phone call from uh, Bill, who's here in Fort Worth and been here for a long time, just throwing out the idea of, hey, what would it look like for you to jump in and join what we're doing? Honestly, kind of a little kicking and screaming is how I stepped into the conversation. Sort of a, hey, I I know who Bill is. I respect him. I'll I'll entertain the thought, but didn't really think it would turn into anything. And then by the end of the experience and the conversation with you guys, man, I I was just... I was in love with what SEARCH stands for, uh, what we do, what we strive to create, just honest conversation around the big questions of life. And uh, yeah, we've been here seven or eight months. Like I said, my wife and I, uh, my wife's name's Catherine. We got two little boys, uh, Jacob, who is four now, turned four a couple weeks ago in quarantine. We had one of the parade things. And uh, Samuel, who's two now. So we're,
1: we're loving it. It's been a blessing. It's been great to be back here in Fort Worth and be a part of what, uh, what SEARCH is doing. Well, we're super glad to have you, and you're coming up on year one, a few months away from a year into search, and I'd love to almost debrief it in a way, but just what are some of the the highlights so far from your time on our staff?
0: Yeah, well, like I said, coming into search and joining what's happening here, a big part of the motivation was we wanted to be in environments where people could ask the questions that maybe they didn't feel like they could ask in any other context. We live in a world where it's so hard um, when you feel like you disagree with someone to say that and to actually have an honest conversation around it and not fear being yelled at, being uh, just isolated or having a bad experience. And so for me, honestly, uh, that's been a daily experience, getting to be in those type of conversations and hear someone process things out loud and at the end of it, realizes the person on the other side of them genuinely cares about them, uh, wants to hear more about what they think and why they think that way, and wants to be a part of an honest dialogue. So getting to do that in a one-on-one environment or in groups um, has been a blast. I would say probably the biggest highlight is being a part of something we do at Search called forums, an open forum where, man, it, it could be 30, 40 people, could be 100 plus people uh, in a home on a weeknight. It could be at a country club on a weekday over lunch. And for me, uh, a few months ago, actually getting to be a part of my first forum, and be a part of pulling that together here in Fort Worth at a country club over lunch, and we had over a hundred people on a weekly basis in a room where really the premise is, hey, uh, we're going to have honest, civil conversation. Any question goes, and we're going to end right at one. And you get to see people asking questions, sharing thoughts. Get to see people interact back and forth. And here, in some ways, a really A lot of different views and to hear a basic Christian worldview response to whatever question may have come up that day in a a really easy, non-threatening way and get to see the conversations that took place even just right after that. And week after week, seeing that build was just, it's been awesome to watch that take place. And then off of that, to be a part of the follow-up conversations where getting a follow-up with someone who came and just say, hey, I want to hear more about your experience. Was it what you expected when you stepped into it? And to see those conversations take place has been uh, probably the biggest highlight. And one in particular sticks out to me of one guy who we got to get dinner uh, a week or so after the first forum. And man, we just spent two hours talking about our life and just getting to hear his story, the ways that he is currently and over the past few years made a huge impact in the city of Fort Worth and his heart, his passion, which I love getting to do that with someone. But then because we had that shared experience, we met at the forum uh, pretty quickly we could jump into some of life's big questions. What, why are we here? What, what is purpose? What is our meaning? Um, don't God and science contradict? All those type of questions that I think everyone has, everyone to some degree wants to talk about, but doesn't feel like we have a safe environment to talk about that. So to be in that forum and see that was such a blast, but then to see the byproduct of that, that relationships are built. If you bring someone to a forum that friend that you brought, you can have those conversations afterwards. If you meet someone at a forum, you can build a friendship with them that is able to have honest conversation about the things that I think we really at our core want to talk about. So that's been uh, probably the biggest highlight for me, being a part of that and the follow-up from that as well.
1: I think it's the the coolest thing that we do are these forums because I don't know of another place where you can come – where you can hold a hundred and eighty degree different view than totally. the organization that's putting it on, and it's not contentious. It's the opposite. It's loving. It's warm. It's it's fun. Uh, you'll pro- if you're around search guys long enough, uh, and anybody listening to this has probably picked up on this. You're going to laugh a yeah. pretty good bit. Yeah, I think totally. you have to have a pretty good sense of humor to be on our staff. So it's they're 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 fun, but then they're but then they're serious. Yeah, but then we can talk about. I mean, those questions that you just brought up. I mean those are the those are the the big boys. Yeah. And we think there's good answers to those, but I'm I'm a little curious, you move yeah. from a church setting where you're really for lack I'm overgeneralizing here, yeah, okay? Totally. But you're spending you spend most of your time with people who generally agree with you. Yeah. on these kind of subjects. And you come to search where we actually spend most of our time with people who disagree. Yeah with us. And what was that like? Sounds like it's given you a lot of energy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've loved that. That's probably been, um, for me, a realization and a a part of the journey to search is realizing, man, I love having that conversation with the person across the table from me where we don't agree on much uh, because I love to understand better why they think the way they think, what's behind that view they hold or the way they see the world, because that matters. Um, And and we may disagree and, and I may be wrong. They may be wrong. We both could be wrong. But to be in a conversation with someone and get to see just the, the nuance that each person brings to the table is really fun. And, and yeah, like you said, again, nothing against that environment. But it was a lot of, uh, let's just agree. Let's agree on these things. And it's just been a blast to see differing views, to see not just the differing view and just listen, but to know and understand what's behind that. Has been really life giving for me and joy, just a joy for me to be a part of. So, yeah. Great. Well, we're we're very glad that
1: you're part of it, and there's only much more to come. And and I'm excited to see where where it all goes. So, one of the things we've been doing on most of these podcasts, Josh, and I like for you to weigh in here is I really want to get a sense of what from the scripture is just interesting to you right now. What's What's touching your heart? Uh, what's rumbling around in the back of your mind these last few days? And so I think you've got something that fits those criteria, and I would love for you to just share with us something that you have been pondering here lately. Yeah, yeah, what an interesting time to be alive right now with, with all the things that are going on in our world, all the
0: the reality that for every person there's an unsettled nature to what we're experiencing right now. And it really is one of the greatest shared experiences from my lifetime. I can think about a couple other events that have happened that nationally have been a shared experience, but globally, it seems like everyone is going through this and it's impacting a lot of us in in similar ways, differing degrees for every person. But at the same time, we all have a common ground around this COVID-19 experience. And for me, you know, one of the things that has stuck out, I was reading through the Psalms uh, in Psalm 4, chapter 4 really stuck out to me the other day. And this is a song written by King David, who was a king of the nation of Israel, uh, written a long, long time ago. But I found it incredibly impactful to me and how I've been interacting with this COVID-19 experience, what it's done to me and what it's honestly revealed to me and created an opportunity for me to grow as a human and uh, to grow in a lot of the things that I value a lot in my life. And so uh, the verses that stuck out to me were verses seven and eight, and I'll, I'll read it for us. You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvest of grain and new wine. In peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. And the context of this is King David at this point has most likely from what we think is happening, he's been overthrown by his son. He's running for his life. He has lost all comfort, all control over everything he's had, right? He had the best life you could imagine. Everyone, he had tons of yes-men around him. He had all the resources. Everything was going good. His life was perfect from most outside perspectives. Um, But now he's on the run. He's lost everything. He has no certainty about what's going on in his life. Even though our experience is different right now, there's a lot of things I think, I know I personally can relate to, to that, of just the uncertainty of what's going on. And then he says in verse seven, you, speaking to God, have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvest grain and new wine. And you can think about the, the grain that he's looking at those people around him, and that's the financial security, that's the control over things, the new wine, that, that's the comfort of life, that's the joys of life that for most of us aren't bad things, but in a lot of ways maybe have become our source of joy and maybe the anchor in our life that right now, as we're going through this, I, for me, the first couple of days of this, now I was looking at my retirement account, I was freaking out about some things, I was watching the news way too much, and it was causing me a lot of stress. And I started to realize, David here says, in the midst of running for his life, in peace, I will lie down and sleep. I didn't sleep good the first couple of days of this experience. I didn't. Like, I, I was really anxious about things on a lot of fronts. And it really caused me to step back and say, okay, hold on a second. David, when he has seemingly nothing, is saying, I have more joy than anyone I see around me that has all the things that used to bring me joy, that maybe would normally bring people comfort and security, and I think in that moment, David realized those things are fleeting in a lot of ways. They're not bad, but if that's your anchor in life, it's fleeting. And honestly, this season has caused me to do a lot of self-reflection around, hey, what are the things that I'm, I'm hoping will bring me value, meaning, purpose, joy in life, and really doing an examination of, is it really something that is anchored and I think sturdy, Or worthwhile. Uh, I think it's uh, Socrates who said, an unexamined life is not worth living. And I think this season has created a lot of opportunity to step back and really, really reflect on what matters most to us and why we do the things we do and what we want our life to be about. Um, I think it's uh, Winston Churchill who said, never waste a good crisis. I would encourage anyone listening to this, no matter where they're coming from, however they see the world, to, to not let this season pass and not do some reflecting on, hey, what is this life about? Because <laughs> there's no doubt, it, it, there's a fragile nature to life that is has always been there, but uh, in lieu of this, we can't escape that. We see that. It, it, things are uncertain whether we like it or not. And so, uh, that's really stuck out to me. It's been great for me to, to take some time and do some honest examination on my
1: life. Um, and I hope for anyone listening to this, it, it maybe encourages them to do the same. Those are fantastic thoughts, Josh. And What's what goes through my mind when I hear that is something that we talk about a lot at Search, which is one of those big questions. I call it a watershed question, but it's it's foundational, it, and it's this: is there a God? Yeah. Because really, how you answer all kinds of questions depends on that one question. What do you What do you think? Is there a God? Is is there not? And and if there is, then man what you just shared right there is is really applicable if there's a god like this god in the bible if that's the god that's out there then there's an opportunity to trust right yeah. now because you can even just look around at the creation and the universe and you think if there is somebody who made this it's surely reasonable to think they could help me yeah. when i need help yeah. and if there's not well man uh the whole books have been written on that yeah. that too yeah. and they're not as fun to read no so you've got us thinking those are fantastic thoughts and just want to thank you for popping by the office and thanks for having me you're you're very welcome we'll have to do it again sometime real soon and i want to thank everybody for listening to the search in your city podcast if you've enjoyed this share it with your friends subscribe to our feed if you've got a question comments uh anything that you want to share send it our way in an email podcast at searchnational dot org and until next time thanks for listening